Okay, praise the Lord. <clears throat> oh, let's start here in Genesis chapter 25. Notice, uh, make sure, yeah, I'm in the Living Bible here. Genesis 25, verse 1. Now Abraham married again. Keturah was his new wife. Well, what happened to Sarah? Well, she just died. See, all these things were, um, were this is completely historical. It, it just gets to be funny to me that uh, some people are just so against. And sometimes your own unbelief will say, that stuff can't be true, it can't be true. Oh, yeah, it is. It's like the earth is covered with about a mile and a half of sedimentary rock. What does that mean? Flood deposit. Must have been a flood. <laughs> yeah, really? Okay. Not a joke. You can go look it up. Now, notice this. Abraham died at the ripe old age of 175. Now, God promised us the same thing in, in, uh, in the 15th chapter. He told Abraham, you're going to die of an old age. Wow. Okay, 175. Now, remember, his grandson, which would be Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Jacob stood before Pharaoh, and Pharaoh said, how old are you? And he said, well, I'm 130-something, but I'm not near as old as some of my relatives. So these were real numbers and stuff. And if you go back and read Genesis chapter 1, the sun was created on day 4, not day 1, the moon, and it was for times and seasons, months and days. Days were always the same. Anyway, besides that, when Sarah, when she was 80-something years old, she was past the time of having women, so that would be about right. I mean, it's like, you ain't going to have no kids at 40, whatever. I mean, at 80. Okay. All right, but now let's keep going here. So anyway, so we see Sarah was buried. Abraham was buried. Let's keep clicking here, and I want to just go down a little bit. Uh, down to, uh, here we go. Uh, Isaac was 40 years old when he married Rebekah the daughter of Bethuel or whatever. Okay, he was kin to, um, he was kin to, Rebecca was actually Abraham's uncle's daughter. Okay. Anyway, notice this. Um, Isaac pleaded with Jehovah. Now, we don't want him. Prayer is useless. Obviously not. He pleaded with Jehovah to give Rebecca a child. Even after many years of marriage, she had no children. Then at last, she became pregnant. And it seemed as though the children were fighting on the inside of her. I can't endure this, you know, she exclaimed. So she asked the Lord about it. Now, I mean, some people are just like, well, let me ask the Lord, is you personally? God will talk to you. These, these are, we, we, we somehow think these people are some sort of holy, holy, whatever. No, they're not. They're just normal people. You, you know, if you're as a woman and you know there's a God and you know who the God is and you, you, wouldn't you? I imagine she's carrying around some turmoil here. She's going, God, I can't take this. She said, the Lord said, the sons in your womb shall become two rival nations. One will be stronger than the other. The older shall be the servant of the younger. Now the sons are called Jacob. We know him. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What was Jacob's brother, which was Esau? We also know the Bible says, Jacob I loved, Esau I hated. We hear that. Don't worry about that. It's just, a, it's just a matter of choice. But as you'll notice, God loved Esau too. But anyway, so that's where we're heading. Okay, sure enough, she had twins. The first one was born covered with reddish hair that one would uh, think he was wearing a fur coat. Wow, they called him Esau. The other twin was born with uh, his hand on Esau's heel. They called him Jacob, meaning grabber. Okay, Isaac was 60 years old when they were, when they were born. Esau became a skillful hunter. Jacob was sort of a quiet fellow who stayed at home. You know, the Bible just describes all of us, you know. <laughs> I know people like that. Well, okay. Isaac's favorite was Esau because of the venison. Hello, deer hunting. And Rebecca's favorite was Jacob. 
Well, I can, you're not supposed to have a favorite. Listen, we all do. I've got three kids, and I ain't going to tell you which one's my favorite, you know. I mean, they're all my favorite, but you know what I'm saying? It's just life, okay? It's just life. Doesn't mean anything. Now, anyway, remember, this is historical. One day, Jacob, watch this. One day, Jacob was cooking stew. Esau arrived home, exhausted from the hunt. Esau, boy, I'm starved. Give me a bite of that red stuff there. Now, watch this. From this came his nickname, Edom, which means red stuff. Now, where have you heard Edom? The Edomites, which you see later in the book of Judges and as the, in, the, in the First Chronicles, Second Chronicles, in the, in the Holy Land, the Promised Land, see, was the Edomites. But as you'll notice, God won't let the Israelites attack them and stuff. Why? Because these guys are kin to Abraham. Praise the Lord. This stuff is unending. Now, eventually, the Edomites... They were worshiping idols and stuff. And just like Israel lost their whole nation, boy, the Edomites came to an end. But anyway, red stuff. Jacob says, all right, trade me your birthright for it. Uh, uh, when a man's dying of starvation, what good's his birthright? Now remember this. Well then, vow to me by God that is mine. Esau vowed, thereby selling his eldest son his rights to his younger brother. Jacob gave Esau bread, peas, stews, and so he drank and went about his business. Indifferent, look at this, to the loss of his rights. Now, this is the story. We don't add anything to it. We read the story. Now, I'm going to skip 26 because this was just a little bit of history at the time. There was severe famine. Now, let's go to 27. Oh, back up just a hair. They pick up with this uh, just a little bit right, uh, oh, right here. Okay, here, here it picks up with the kids again. Esau, at age 40, married a girl named Judith. Now, watch what happened. Daughter of somebody, a Heathite. And he also married Basemath, what a name. Daughter of Elon, the Heathite. But Isaac and Rebekah were bitter about him marrying them. Now, remember, he's the oldest son. He was going to have rights to everything and whatever. And now mom and dad are ticked off at who he's chose. It's okay, Dustin already told me who he was going to choose, and I said that was fine. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Notice this, some people, they don't care what mom and dad says. Now, let's get this right. Now, here's what happened. Now, here's the great story. Now, one day, Isaac in his old age, almost blind, he called Esau, his oldest son, Isaac. Isaac said this, my son. And Esau says, yes, my father. This is Genesis 27. He said, I'm an old man now. I expect every day to be my last. Take your bows and arrows. Go out in the field. Get me a deer, some venison. Prepare it just the way I like it, savory and good, and bring it here for me to meet. And I'll give you the blessings that belong to you, my firstborn son, before you die. <gasps> Mama heard that. See, I think we think Jacob's been, Jacob's just so mean. And Jacob, Mama was behind this. Jacob didn't even want to do it. Oh, Mama heard this. And so when Esau went out in the field to hunt for venison, she called Jacob and told him what his father had said. Now remember, they didn't want. Esau with those two other women, mom and dad didn't, but dad apparently was saying, well, look, I'm just going to give you my blessing. But mama's involved. And she says, do exactly as I tell you to. Verse <laughs> nine, go out in the flocks and bring me two young goats. I'll prepare your father's favorite dish and take it to your father. After he's enjoyed it, he'll bless you before his death instead of Esau. Jacob says, now mom, he won't be fooled that easy. Think how hairy Esau is and how smooth my skin is. What if my father feels me? He'll think I'm making a fool of him and he'll curse me instead of blessing him. Now notice what Rebecca says. Let his curses be on me. Boy, she was, she, she was like, we got to do this. Do whatever I tell you. Go out and get the goats. 
So Jacob went out and got the goats, followed his mom's instruction, bringing in the dressed kids. She prepared it in the, anyway, just the way her dad liked it. His dad liked it. She took Esau's best clothes. They were in the house and instructed Jacob to put them on. She made a pair of gloves from the hairy skins of the young goats, fastened a strip around his neck, gave him the meat with its rich aroma and some fresh bread. Some, anyway, some bread. Jacob carried the platter of food into the room where his father was. Anyway, Jacob says, Father, uh, yeah, who is it, my son, Esau or Jacob? And Jacob goes, oh, it's Esau. Oh, man, your oldest son. Yeah, I've done as you told me to. Here's your notice how he changed the subject real quick. Yeah, here's your food here. <laughs> Sit up and eat so that you will bless me with all your heart. How were you able to find it so quickly? Now, let's just act like we were only looking for this. And I know this is true. I'm deer hunting, buddy. I tell you what, I expect them to come out. Jehovah put it in my path. I mean, Melody and I were out this, just two years ago. She sent one to a taxidermy. It looked like nothing's going to happen. And all of a sudden, she calls me on the phone about out of breath. Oh, 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 Dad, oh, there's a big, there's a big, big buck standing right out here. And I said, knock him out, knock him out. So I hung the phone up and all of a sudden, bow. She fires that 30 out six. And she didn't need the phone after that. She was screaming, I got him. <laughs> anyway, now here we are back here because Jehovah put it in my path. Isaac says this, the dad says, come over here, I want to feel you and make sure it's really Esau. Oh boy, Jacob goes over to his father, he feels him. And he says, well, it's the voice of Jacob, <laughs> but the hands are Esau. Uh-oh. Anyway, the ruse, in other words, the smell, convinced Isaac to give Jacob his blessings. Uh, Isaac, he says, are you really Esau? Jacob says, of course. Well, then bring me some venison, I'll eat it, and I'll bless you with all my heart. So he takes him over there. And he says, come here and kiss me, my son. Jacob comes over and kisses him on the neck. Jacob, I mean, Isaac sniffs his clothes, seems convinced. Anyways, the smell, of, the, the smell of my son is the good smell of the earth and fields that Jehovah has blessed. May God give you plenty of rain for your crops. Okay. Nations be your servants, their slaves. May, may the, be the master of your brothers. May all your relatives bow low before you. Cursed are anyone who curses you. And blessed are all who bless you. Now look at this. And as soon as Isaac had blessed Jacob, and almost before Jacob leaves the room, oh, Esau got there. Oh, man. Okay, anyway. He uh, prepared his father's favorite dish and brings it to him. Esau says this, hey, here I am, Dad. I got the deer. Sit up and eat it so you can give me your finest blessing. <gasps> who is it? Why, it's me, of course. Esau, your oldest uh, son. Look at this. Isaac begins to tremble noticeably. Now, some people think, well, your words don't mean nothing. It don't matter. Why, well, he ought to just go whip Jacob's tail for that. It don't matter. It don't matter what you say. Let me tell you, your words are so important. And it's done. It's already been done. There's a guy in the book of Judges that made a foolish vow. His name was Jephthah. And he said, God, if you'll help me win this battle, I'll sacrifice the first thing that comes out of my house when I get home. Well, when he got home, his youngest daughter or one of his daughters comes running out to see daddy. Terrible, terrible thing to do. Now, God didn't ask him to do that, but he said that. Terrible story. <clears throat> hey, this was done. This was a done deal. Anyway, so Isaac, uh, he says, your brother was here and tricked me uh, and carried away your blessings. Boy, now Esau, he's crying about it. He said, no wonder they call him the cheater, for he took my birthright. He stole my blessing. Haven't you saved even one blessing for me? Wow. Uh, I, have, uh, I have made him your master. I've given him uh, yourself and all his relatives as his servants. I've guaranteed him abundance of grain and wine. What is, what's left? Not even one bl blessing left? 
Oh, my father, bless me. Isaac says nothing. Wow. And Esau wept. This is in the book of Hebrews. This is purely Isaac's fault. Esau's fault. He sold it just two chapters before. Ha! Who needs a blessing? Anyway. Your life will be no, no life of ease and luxury, but you'll hew your way with a sword. For a time will come, you'll serve your brother, but until you finally shake loose from him and be free. Anyway, anyway watch this. Je- Esau hated Jacob. Now, boy, this is brother against brother. What he had done to him. He said to himself, my father will soon be gone and I'll kill Jacob. Ooh, wow. The two sons, the first two sons in the Bible, Cain and Abel. Cain killed Abel. Anyway, we're, now remember, we have this blessing on us. Watch this. Anyway, someone got wind of what he was planning and reported to Rebecca. She sent for Jacob and told him that his life was being threatened by Esau. Now, here's protection, buddy. Praise God, all through the Bible. Those that trust the Lord. He said, this is what to do. Flee to your uncle Laban in Haran. That was her brother. That was Rebecca's brother. Stay with him. Now, that's, let me tell you, that's, that's like 400 miles away by mule or whatever. Stay there with him a while until your brother's fury is spent and he forgets what you've done. Then I will send for you, uh, for why should I be bereaved of both of you in one day? I mean, she thought, well, they're both going to kill each other. You know. Then, now watch this. Then Rebecca said to Isaac, I'm sick and tired of these local girls. Well, that's who Esau married. I'd rather die than see Jacob marry one of these girls. Right in this next chapter, watch what happens. So Isaac called for Jacob and blessed him and said, don't marry one of these Canaanite girls. Instead, go to, we'll just say, whatever, Atlanta, Memphis, whatever. Marry one of your cousins, your Uncle Laban's daughters. That's your mom's brother's daughters. God Almighty bless you, give you many children. Remember, there was no email, there was no nothing. May you become a great nation, many tribes. May God pass on you and to your descendants the mighty blessings promised to Abraham. May you own this land where we're now foreigners, for God has given it to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to, we'll just say Memphis, 400 miles away basically, to visit his uncle Laban. Remember, there's no phone directory. This is a shot in the dark. He was an Armenian. Anyway, Esau realized his father despised the local girls. Now look what he did. And that his father and mother sent Jacob to his uncle, okay, to get a wife there, and that they strictly warned him against marrying a Canaan. That Jacob had agreed and left. In other words, Jacob went to Memphis, whatever. Esau went to his uncle. Who? Who the heck is this guy? This was Abraham's, uh, it was Sarah's maids. Hagar. It was Hagar's uh, child. Remember, before Isaac was born, he had a boy named Ishmael. This is so fast. This is totally historic. I say it tickles me. Oh, people were on dope when they read when they wrote the Bible. They were drunk. You can't keep it all together. That's good. And he married another wife from there, besides the wives he had already had. Her name was Mahalath, okay, and the sister of whatever. Anyway, the daughter of Ishmael. Watch this. Now remember, the Lord's blessing is on Jacob. Watch this. He stopped at Beersheba. Would you say halfway to Memphis? What? He's in Iuka, Mississippi. And he journeyed on trying to get to, well, he finally got there. He was after, he was trying to get to Haran. That night, when he stopped to camp at sundown, he found a rock for a headrest and lay down to rest. Now, remember, you got to realize that God had promised Abraham, he said that I will establish my covenant in every generation. And that promises to you and I. I mean, that's why I got this same blessing. Praise the Lord. Okay. 
He dreamed a dream. There was a staircase. Here's that stairway to heaven, whatever, that kind of stuff. Jacob's ladder, they call it. Reached from heaven to earth to heaven. And he saw the angels of God coming up and down. Which, of course, we know no such thing as angels. What? Man, they're everywhere. Oh, at the top of the stairs stood the Lord. I am Jehovah. The one that brought the deer by your brother's path. (laughs) Okay. He said, the God of Abraham and your father and Isaac. I didn't know my daddy had a God. Are you kidding? That, we skipped that chapter, chapter, 20, chapter 25. Abraham sowed in famine and still reaped a massive harvest. He's, his family and everything got so huge that Commander Philco, I was thinking Phil back here when that happened, uh, Commander Philco and, and another king, they went over there and said, uh, we know you're getting a little bit big for us. Uh, we want you to sign an agreement with us that you won't kill us. <laughs> because Isaac's family and clan was huge. Okay. Anyway, but he saw the Lord. He said, I was your dad's God. He said, the ground you're lying on is yours. I'll give it to you and your descendants. For you'll have many descendants as dust. And you'll cover the land from east to west. And you'll all be on uh, uh, government-funded health care. And you'll have food stamps. And baloney! All the nations of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendants. Praise the Lord. What's more, I look at this. I am with you and will protect you wherever you go. I will be. I, I drove Dustin's uh, Charger to Birmingham yesterday and drove it. It was nice. But I tell you, what, I hit the brake so many times because I'm not used to riding that low in such a nice, fancy muscle car, you know. But a lot of times I had that, you know, I didn't want somebody pull because weeds are higher than the car. And, I, and I'm, I use skills I use when I ride a motorcycle. I'm not going to get hit. I'm watching out for myself, you know. But it's just thankful to know God is there to protect you. And he's going to protect all of us today. Wherever we go, go back home. Don't worry. They're not going to be calling 911 on you. The Lord protect you. Anyway, all the nations of the earth will be blessed through you. What's more, I'm with you and will protect you wherever you go. And we'll, look at that, bring you back safely. Wow. I mean, war had filled the ground everywhere around here. And I will be with you constantly until I have finished you, finishing giving you all I am promising. Wow. Jacob woke up. Woo! God lives here. He exclaimed until it scared him. I stumbled into his home. <laughs> this is the awesome entrance to heaven. The next morning he got up early and set the stone headrest upon a memorial pillar and poured olive oil over it. He named the place Bethel, means house of God. Now, how many churches have you ever seen around Alabama called Bethel? That's where it comes from, house of God. Though its previous name was Luz, Jacob vowed this vow. I will, if God will help me. Now, isn't that something? But that's the way the Lord is. He first loved us. Well, Lord, if you're really going to do these things, then we do just like you know we've been saying. I have decided to follow Jesus. It's not like, well, you owe God everything. God don't owe you nothing. Yes, he does. He, he owes us salvation because I'm giving my heart to him. I'm trusting him. It's not that I asked him to save me. He gave it to me. Praise the Lord. Anyway, Jacob vowed this vow. If God will help me and protect me, notice there was nobody else in the room. This was just him. He's not saying, ah, look how, look what a great Christian I am. Look how devoted I am. This is him like you talking to the Lord yourself on your bed at night. If God will help me, look at this, and protect me. Help and protect. On this journey, give me food and clothes and will bring me back safely to my father. And it was 20 years later, 20 years later. Then I'll choose Jehovah's my God. And this memorial pillar, he just set this rock up. You know, He walked right by it later, years later. And I'll give you back a tenth of everything you give me. What's all that about? 
Well, apparently, he was expecting God to bless him. And he said, by the way, I'm going to give you 10%. I mean, Uncle Sam's taking 20% of everything you got. I mean, what's the deal? I mean, this stuff here is sort of true. Now, let me check something just a second. Wow. Okay. Now, Shocky right here. Watch this. Now, he traveled on. This wasn't millions of years later. This was the next day. Watch this. Finally, he arrived at the land of the east. Now, this is what's so cool. Today, you're fixing to go do something, and you watch. If you'll just watch, all these things are falling in place. Everything's falling in place. Watch this. These promises are ours. He saw in the distance three flocks of sheep lying beside a well in an open field. Now, guess what? These are exactly the people he needed to be with. See, watch it. Anyway, there was a heavy stone covered the mouth of the well. The custom of the stone uh, was not uh, removed until all the flocks were there. After watering them, the stone was rolled back. Okay, no, don't turn the water on until everybody's here. Okay, whatever. Jacob went over there and the shepherds, and he asked them where they live. Well, no, he says, where are we? He said, we're at Haran. Didn't you read the signs? <laughs> well, there was no signs. Can you imagine that? First time this boy's ever been out of the country, whatever. He lands right on the spot. Uh, do you know a guy named Laban? That would be my mom's brother. The son of Nahor? We sure do. <laughs> I just expect this stuff now. How is he? Uh, he's well. Look at that. Prosperous. Look, here he comes. Oh, mercy. Now, what was he there after? He's after a girl. Here comes Rachel with the sheep. Why don't you water the flocks so they can get back to grazing, Jacob said. Well, they said, well, that's not our custom. We wait till everybody gets here. They'll be hungry if you stop so early in the day. We don't roll the stone away until everybody gets here. As this conversation was going on, boy, I tell you what, old Jacob was like Dustin and Charlie up here. Uh, Rachel arrived with her father's sheep. She was a shepherdess. And because she was his cousin, the daughter of his mother's brother, and because the sheep were his uncle Jacob, the uncles, Jacob went over to the well. He rolled that darn stone away. Look at that, he did. And he watered his uncle's flock. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and started crying. What's happening to this fella? Boy, the night before, the God of my grandpa, Abraham, the God of my dad, oh mercy, visited me, said he would be with me, take care of me. Oh man, he's crying. He explained about being her cousin on her father's side and that he was her aunt Rebecca's son. She quickly ran, told her brother, Laban. No, her dad, excuse me, quickly ran and told her father, Laban. As soon as Jacob, he heard of Jacob's arrival, he rushed out to meet him, greeted him warmly, and told him his story. Just think, my very own flesh and blood, Laban said. Jacob had been there about a month. Now, he's going to be there 20 years. Anyway, Laban said to him one day, hey, just because we're kinfolk doesn't mean to, you don't need to work for me without pay. Now, Laban, now, I, I tell you what, we don't need to be politically correct. This is just life. Now watch this. Laban had two daughters. Leah. I've known a Leah before. The older and her younger sister, Rachel. Leah had lovely eyes. Rachel was shapely and in every way a beauty. Now, <laughs> it's like I had a date and I was, and, and, and was going to take Phil with me. And I was going to ask, I said, Phil, look, I got this girl. She's going to go with us. And Phil says, well, how is she? I said, oh, man, she got a great personality. <laughs> I mean, hello, that's what's going on here. You know, that's what's being said. Now, remember, we had two sons. We had two sons. They were twins. They were fighting. 
And guess what? Your whole Bible is going to be circled around one with lovely eyes and one that's a dadgum knockout. They're going to name every one of their kids after romancing in bed. It's a complete competition. Watch this. Here they are. All the children of Israel. Watch this. Leah had lovely eyes. Rachel was shapely in every way of beauty. Well, Jacob was in love with Rachel. Can't have no love in the Bible. Oh, please. Read your Bible. The Song of Solomon. You'll close it and go, boy, that's X-rated. Love is in the Bible. Love is in our lives. It all come from the Lord. And in every way of beauty. Well, Jacob was in love with Rachel. He told her, Father, I'll work for you seven years if you'll give me Rachel as my wife. Agreed, Laban said. I'd rather you have her than somebody outside the family. Well, watch what happened. And watch how the Lord takes care of them. And we'll stop after this story. Watch this. Jacob spent the next seven years working to pay for Rachel. Look at this. But it seemed to him but a few days he was so much in love. Well, we got to have Christ first. Christ first. Don't think about love, you young men, young women. Christ first. Just live your life. You already have Christ first. You didn't get here on your own. Boy, I get so ticked off. There's books written that they try to make young people read about putting Christ first. It, it made me want to put Christ last. Such bondage. When God will talk to you like he talked to Jacob at nighttime, show you all these, you won't have any problem putting God first, trust me. Anyway, that's the reason Jacob was crying. I didn't realize she's going to be gorgeous. She's gorgeous? Praise the Lord. Anyway, so anyway, time came for him to marry her. I fulfill my contract, uncle. Give me my wife so that I can, woo, I can sleep with her. Made sense? All right. Laban invited, now watch this rascal take place. They had a big, they had a big party. Afterward that night when it was dark, this doggone thief, it's not Jacob, Laban took Leah, uh-oh, the one with the pretty eyes, to Jacob and he slept with her. Laban gave Leah a servant girl named Zilpah to be her maid. So apparently there was two somewhere. But in the morning, it was Leah. Oh, man, what sort of trick is this? Jacob raged at Laban. We're supposed to be cool. Christians don't raise their voice. Let me tell you something. Jesus raised his voice. He whipped people. And he was furious with Pharisees and Sadducees and scribes. He called them snakes and vipers. Wow. Anyway. Boy, look at this. Well, wait, it might have been the Lord's will here. So, I, he, Jacob, you shouldn't have done this. You know, No, he was treated unfairly. I worked seven years for Rachel's. What do you mean by this trickery? Well, oh, it's not our custom to marry off the younger. Well, I can tell you what was happening. We just heard it. Leah had what? <laughs> she had pretty eyes. And so, <laughs> Mama probably stepped in the picture and said, Look, you better, you can't give the daughter away without giving this daughter away. Anyway. He said, wait till the bridal week's over and you can have Rachel too if you promise to work another seven years. What? God. Now remember, he owns all his dad's stuff in Isaac's stuff. He's got to get back home sometime. But of course his brother wants to kill him. He agreed to work seven more years. Then Laban gave him Rachel. And Laban gave to Rachel a servant girl, Bilhah. So we got Zilpah and Bilhah, okay, to be his mate. Jacob slept with Rachel too, and he loved her more than Leah. Oh, okay. And he stayed and worked there additional seven years. But because Jacob was sliding Leah, what does that mean? He wouldn't spend the night over at their tent very much. Okay. Jehovah gave her a child while Rachel was barren. Well, doggone it. Leah became pregnant, pregnant, had a son. Now look at the name. 
She named him what? Reuben, Reuben, the first tribe of Israel. See, Israel's really, this guy's name's going to change to Israel. The tribes of Israel. We've got to close here. Hang on, watch, we'll finish this. The first one is called Reuben, meaning God has noticed my trouble. I've been in Sunday school all my life. Nobody told me that. I heard, memorize the 12 tribes. I see Reuben, Simeon, Naphtali, Levi. Had no idea what these names meant. Reuben meant, God sees my trouble. Praise the Lord. Well, he just sees it. Didn't say you do anything about it. Yes, he did. That's the reason she called him Reuben. Now, that's just number one. She said, Jehovah noticed my trouble. Now my husband will love me. She soon became pregnant again, had another one named Simeon. What does this guy's name mean? All super spiritual. That's what it means. No, it wasn't. Jehovah heard. Wow. She said, Jehovah heard that I was unloved, and he gave me another son. Did you know, I'm going to speed ahead here, but do you know when Rachel finally had a kid, his name was Joseph, coat of many colors. Joseph, when it tells you what it means, it says she named him Joseph because you know what it means? May I have another. <laughs> no, I just had this son, but may I have another. <laughs> you know, praise the Lord. Anyway, again, she became pregnant. Boy, here's Levi. Aaron was a descendant. Moses was a descendant of Levi. Meaning attachment. Why? Because she says, surely my husband will feel attached to me now since I've given him three sons. Once again, she became pregnant again, named her Judah, which meant, praise the Lord, I'm endless on this stuff. I'm going to have kids forever. Wow. For, look at this. For she said, now I praise Jehovah. Anyway, then she stopped having children. Now, I'm not going through all this, but watch this closely. Rachel, oh, she is so upset. She was envious of her sister. She said, she said to Jacob, give me children or I'm going to die. Here's that temper problem Jacob had. Ah, we all flyled. He flew into a rage. You know, this is just girlfriend, boyfriend, husband and wife. Woman, it's not my fault. <laughs> he said, am I God? He's the one who's responsible for your barrenness. Then Rachel told him, sleep with my servant girl, Bilda. And her children be mine. So she gave him Bilda, you know, to be his wife. And he slept with her. And she became, present, she became pregnant and presented him with a son. She named it Dan, meaning what? Finally, justice. I mean, all the names of the, child, the children of Israel are all related to bedtime activity. Golly, Bob. Watch this. Anyway, she said, God has given me justice. He heard my plea. Give me a son. Then her servant girl did it again, became pregnant again. Now, remember, what's the score? It's four to one. Rachel named this guy Naphtali, meaning wrestling. <laughs> For she said, I am in a fierce contest with my sister and I'm winning. Four to two. <laughs> I don't see how that's winning, but she thought so. Isn't that amazing? This is where these kids come from. Now remember, they're all going to be just little fellas when they get back to where their daddy is. Meanwhile, Leah realizes she wasn't getting pregnant anymore. I mean, this is doggone competition. Well, she gave him her servant girl to be his wife. And she came, she, she, he had a, she had a son named him Gad. Look at that. My luck has turned. <laughs> Golly. And then had another son. Asher means happy. What joy is mine? Praise the Lord. Anyway, one day, oh, uh, anyway, oh, uh, oh, I want to keep going, but I got to stop. All this is fantastic. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, um, bottom line, I'll, I'll just speed ahead just in, 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 in closing here. There are, these two girls, Rachel and Leah, 
Um, they realized they were they didn't have a future here with their dad. Anyway, uh, their dad was give it was being real mean to Jacob. Finally, Jacob and they all snuck out. They left. On the way home, Jacob's starting to think. Now, my brother wanted to kill me twenty years ago, and he was scared that his brother was going to kill him. Got down to the part where he uh, he sent a gift and some what do you call them ambassadors ahead of him because Jacob was filthy rich. He was loaded. Servants and cows and sheep, goats and whatever. He sent them on ahead because he had heard that his brother Esau was coming with 400 men. Brothers coming. Oh, I'm going to hit the fan now. Anyway, it's a fantastic story. Finally, when they met, his brother Esau gets up there and he says, Brother? Well, it says they fell on each other's neck and they were crying. (laughs) Well, the night before, God had already told Jacob. He said, Don't worry. I told you I'm going to protect you. You're going to be all right. Anyway, it's so funny. Uh, he said, what was the purpose of all of those cows and stuff? And, and Jacob, said, uh, Jacob said, well, I thought you'd be mad at me. It was just a gift. Try to appease you. And he says, keep your gifts. He said, and this is what's so cool. He said, keep your gifts. He says, God has blessed me tremendously. So both sides of the family. Well, we're done. You can go read the rest of the story. It's fantastic. And that's not even the coat of many colors. That's coming later. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you that you said you would establish these same blessings in our generation. The Bible says Abraham's blessing is ours. These things are ours. Anyway, Lord, if we're not feeling good today, you'll take care of that health-wise. Anything related to our health, you'll handle it. You'll fix it. We'll be better in the name of Jesus. Same thing's true financially. We can see, the uh, as we keep reading here, you took care of all these people financially. They were blessed so much financially. If it's not finances, if it's not uh, health or whatever, it's just some other problem we got. Well, we're not worried about that either because you always get us out of trouble. And that didn't leave anything less left for us to do what like they did here. They wrote down the details of all the praise reports so we can tell others. And that's what we're going to do because you're the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Praise the Lord. Well, everybody have a great rest of the day.